The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. It is uh, 3.06 on this Friday afternoon. Looks like a pretty nice Friday afternoon. A beautiful fall day in the city of champions. It's 3.06. Uh, a reminder at 4.25, your word of the day for that uh, trip to Montego Bay, Jamaica, January 19th. Got some exciting news to tell you about that. Plus, have Justin Timberlake tickets to give away. We'll give you an update on the uh, Santa's Anonymous motorcycle toy run this weekend. Plus, we're going to talk a little Ogo Pogo after the 3.30 news. Right now, though, want to tell you about uh, this. Now, to begin with, it, it was a horrific story that made news across the country. A drunk driver killing three young children and their grandfather in uh, Vaughan, Ontario. Now, um, Jennifer Neville Lake, the mom, is hoping the legacies of her kids and her dad live on thanks to a foundation that she started. It's called Many Hands Doing Good. With the details, we're joined by Andy Pattenden. He's a police constable with York Regional Police and a board member with Many Hands Making Good. Andy, thanks for joining us this Friday afternoon. Oh, Andy, hold on. Are you there? Oh, uh, you're breaking up. Hi there. Hey, Andy. I'm just going to put you on hold here and see if we can get a better connection with you. I'm just having troubles hearing from you. It might be your cell phone might have been in a bit of a, a dropout area there. But, um, yeah, it's one of those, again, I understand that it might be a, a little heavy, but it's a, it's a good news story as well on the other side. Um, okay, we're just going to dial him back up again and... See if we can get him on a landline. Uh, in the meantime, uh, oh, I wanted to get to this, and we'll we'll uh, play with it a little bit throughout the afternoon. And you can send me in your your uh, ideas, your thoughts on this, and we'll play some of it. But uh, just before we get to that, so there was a study, not a study, but it was a uh, a, a movie. Um, provider that put did a survey asking about what you thought were the uh, great greatest movie trilogies ever. The greatest movie trilogies ever. There's been a new survey put out. And uh, send me what you think yours are, which ones that you like the best. And we'll get to that a little bit later on. You might be surprised at what was voted number one. All righty. So I think we have Andy on the phone again. Hi, Andy. I'm back again. Sorry hey, about that. Oh, no worries. No worries at all. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. You know what, Andy? Maybe we can just, you know, wheel back in time uh, a little bit. I remember this story, even living out here in Edmonton, Alberta, when it happened, this this horrific accident. Can you just uh, backtrack a little bit and, and tell my listeners uh, what happened on that day, what, three years ago yesterday? Yeah, exactly. It was three years ago yesterday, and it's a day that uh, I'll never forget. And as you mentioned, it's my role as a police officer. Uh, I was there that night uh, after the, the crash had occurred, and basically it, it involved uh, the Neville Lake family that uh, were in a, a, a minivan in the Vaughan area, in, uh, in just which is just north of Toronto. And uh, it was around 4 o'clock in the afternoon when uh, they were uh, in a somewhat of a rural area, and they were basically uh, T-boned 
in the middle of an intersection by uh, who we now know to be Marco Muzzo, um, and at an incredibly high rate of speed as he traveled through that intersection, striking that van, and just basically causing uh, mass destruction of the vehicle, and, and very sadly, everybody that was inside. So, um, you know, years later, and then a short time later, we, we learned that uh, three of the Neville Lake children um, died in that crash, as well as uh, Jennifer's father, Gary Neville. Um, we're all deceased as a result of this just horrible uh, impaired driving collision. So the kids were, what, nine, five, and two. Um, correct. Yeah, and Gary, Jen, Jennifer's father. Um, now, the the person who was um, driving that vehicle, Marco Muzo, he um, pleaded guilty to four counts of impaired driving causing death, two counts of impaired driving causing bodily harm, currently serving a 10-year sentence, will face a 12-year driving ban upon release. Um, that sentence is a topic for another day, uh, to be honest with you, Andy. But um, it's been three years now. Um, you've been in contact with... Uh, with this family, and I don't even know. I was watching an interview with uh, Jennifer earlier today. I mean, obviously, your life is shattered. It is turned upside down. The death of three kids and your father. Um, where are they on this road to recovery? Can I ask you that? Yeah, you definitely. And you know what? It's it's not a road to recovery. It's just a it's a different journey, I yeah. guess. And and unless someone's been through this and thankfully i i haven't i've, I've been by their side throughout it and, and have seen what it's caused and a father um father myself with three children so uh, very close to, to their emotions as, as they go through this but i don't think anyone can ever put themselves in that place of what happens when uh, in a blink of an eye your entire family is gone mm-hmm. um so to say that there's recovery there there isn't i don't think you can ever okay. get over that loss and I know just in being with Jennifer and talking with her very regularly, um, every day is a reminder. So, you know, mm-hmm. every day was something that, you know, was the start of baseball season when one of the kids would have been doing this or, you know, birthdays, anniversaries. Um, every day becomes a challenge, and especially this time of the year when it's the anniversary of that uh, horrific day that For sure. obviously they're never going to forget. Um, it, it, it's, a, it's a very difficult time for them and continues to be, and I don't think it'll ever really get better. You know, they say time heals. I think in this case, maybe time will, will numb some of the emotions, yeah. but losing your entire family in, in one day is it, it's terrible, you know, and there's just no easy way to put it. So, Andy, I'm, I'm curious to know how um, this friendship uh, continued. I mean, from, from you know, you, you were there, you um, at, the, at the accident scene, and oftentimes I think a lot of people would think as a, as a police officer, you go do your job, um, and, then, and then you go on. But it's been three years now, and you're obviously still in constant communica- communication. You're involved with this foundation. Um, how did that happen? Well, my role uh, with the police, with York Regional Police, is a little bit different. I'm a media relations officer. Okay. So the night of that collision, I was basically pulled out of my house and yeah. went out to the scene and, and had to go there and talk to all of the media about uh, what, what was going happened. on, which was just very chaotic at the time. So, um, But then afterwards, there was a lot of uh, work that we were doing with uh, Jennifer and Ed uh, out front of the courthouse during the whole proceedings and everything else. And, and basically, because of the profile, the high profile of this this incident, there was a lot of media attention mm-hmm. brought to them. So you can imagine they're in a time of, of grief. Uh, they don't know what's happening, and uh, they're being inundated with calls from the media and uh, 
Yeah. So I was sort of there to help them through that process, um, which was which was very challenging. And, and <laughs> Jennifer that. wanted to talk. She wanted to, you know, basically do what she could to, to keep the story about her children and her father and not the person that took their lives. Yeah. So that's why, you know, as someone who does PR and, and gets in front of the cameras on a regular <laughs> basis, her strength during that court process to get out there and talk after every court appearance yeah. was unbelievable. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, being a victim and, and being someone going through that tragedy to be able to stand up there and, and talk like that was very powerful. And, uh, you know, that sort of drew me into the family and working with them throughout that process. And then when the sentence was handed down and the cameras all went away, there was there was a void there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's when I was able to to work with them and sort of Jennifer was able to express some of her thoughts about what she might want to do in the future. And that's really where this whole idea for Many Hands Doing Good began. And with a group of her very close friends, they were able to sort of get things. The, the process started with coming up with a, a way to, to give back and to, to, to keep the memories of her kids and her, her father alive. And that's what, that's what she's doing with this with this organization. Well, Andy, let's talk about it. What is Many Hands Making Good? Well, Many Hands are doing good. Doing and it's good. The, the initials, yeah, it's the initials of uh, of the kids and, and their father is, is sort of the, the, where the name comes from. Um, but it's it's a it's a foundation set up to basically uh, give out funds for art and music therapy. Uh, it's what their kids what her kids' passions were. Um, they were into art. They were into music. Uh, Daniel was into dance, so there's another fund set up to help uh, boys that want to get into dance. And then as well, uh, we have a, a scholarship that we've worked, we're working with Centennial College here in Toronto <laughs> um, to set up for a radio broadcasting student because her father had a passion for radio. Mm-hmm. He worked in downtown Toronto at a radio station, and uh, this is something that uh, Jennifer knows he would have would have loved to be able to give back. So it really is, it's, it's a way for, for us to... Um, to give back and continue to keep the memories of, of her children alive through what their passions were. Now, I just have to tell you, Andy, I just had a text that came in. It says, Jay Lynn, I'm listening. Uh, Gary Neville, the grandfather, was my cousin's son. We remember this very well. So even out here, um, you know, the family, uh, distant family listening into this. So uh, many hands doing good. Is it just Ontario? Is it is it a, is it a nationwide thing? Can, uh, can people across the country access? this you know when we when we launched we did a public launch in july and that uh you know really put us on the map and uh we've had people donating from right across the world actually because of you know jennifer's story she has a lot of people that have followed along in this journey with her and that want to do what they can to give back so uh you know we do accept donations for, from anyone and you can go to our website at manyhandsdoinggood.ca uh, for more information on how to do that uh, but right now our, the, most of our funding that we're giving back is, is in the gta area okay uh, but we are looking to expand that um, i want everyone to understand that our, our organization is a group of five people that are a hundred percent volunteer yeah we all do other things so um you know we're we're trying to keep up with with the demand here and there's a huge demand for uh for children that are basically suffering from the effects of trauma that can really benefit from art and music therapy and and that's what it's all about is is now being able to help kids 
and so many of them that are suffering from trauma. Oh, this is, uh, I just, uh, I, I love this. And, you know, um, sometimes really great things come out of really, really awful events. Now, part of what I understood is that uh, part of the money that is uh, gone into this fund was also from the GoFundMe page that was set up after the accident. Is that true? Yeah, that, that's where it all began. Okay. And it's, uh, it was a GoFundMe account, just as you said, that was set up right after the, the tragedy had occurred. And the outpouring of support from the community in the GTA area and, and abroad was amazing. Uh, so the amount of money that went into that account, uh, you know, funded uh, the funerals for everybody, but then there was some left over. And, uh, you know, Jennifer wanted to make sure that that money that was so graciously donated by everybody mm-hmm. uh, went into something that was equally as gracious and unbelievable. So that was really what what started off Many Hands Doing Good. That was the initial funding, but... Uh, from our launch that we did in July, we had a, a great event at a, a play place in Richmond Hill, again, mm-hmm. just north of Toronto, and families from all over came and uh, donated. We raised almost, uh, or actually just over $20,000 wow. at that event alone, so um, it's great. And, uh, you know, it doesn't take much money to fund a child through art music therapy, no. so, you know, we, we were able to, to really help a lot of kids, and our goal is to just continue to expand this and help as many people as possible, and hopefully one day we can be having the same conversation and, you know, we'll have the ability to fund uh, people in Edmonton. And, um, you know, I think it's with some of the help of the Art and Music Therapy Associations that are right across this country, I think we can get there eventually. Again, the website is manyhandsdoinggood.ca. Another text came in. It said, uh, Andy, Jennifer has her father's strength. So proud she's moving forward so positively. Andy, just before I let uh, let you go, um, as you've, you know, helped um, the family navigate uh, the past three years and certainly the work now with Many Hands Doing Good, what has it meant to you to be involved um, with this and with this family? Yeah, it means the world to me, and it's something that uh, tragedy sort of brings people together sometimes in weird ways. So, um, you know, as a a first responder, sometimes you have odd connections to things that, that you deal with, and um, in this particular case, was one for me. I'm a, again, like I said earlier, I'm a father of three kids. Hmm. Uh, my kids were similar ages, and uh, when I went out that night of the tragedy and saw that van and the carnage, you can't help but sort of internalize some of that and, and take it on as your own. So, being able to work with Jennifer and and uh, you know bring that that vision forward and keep those kids' memories alive is really what's driving me to help out here and. Um, you know, her intentions are just 100% pure and, and just really wanting to give back. So um, that's that's my connection. That's what keeps me going here. And, you know, I have a busy job during the day, but sure. uh, happy to spend my evening and weekends uh, doing this as well, just to, to help out and, and give back. Andy, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon and telling us uh, a little bit more about Many Hands Doing Good. Thank you so much. Thank you for helping to spread the word. We truly appreciate it. All righty. Thank you. That is Andy Patton, and he is a police constable, the media relations officer with, uh, or was at one point with York Region Police, a board member with Many Hands uh, Doing Good. Again, the website, manyhandsdoinggood.ca, hoping to spread across the country. I, I love the fact as well that... Um, you know, that the money from the leftover money from the, the GoFundMe account that was set up has gone towards this again, a not 
not-for-profit set up into three different funds that people will be able to and can right now apply through the website. Eventually, they're hoping to do it on a national level uh, to provide uh, financial assistance for art and music therapy and dance classes, as well as scholarship for students who are interested in radio broadcasting, which was uh, a passion for Neville Lake's father, uh, Gary, who obviously has some family out here as well listening in. If you go to uh, globalnews.ca and you Google this story, this many hands doing good, and uh, you Google the name Jennifer Neville Lake as well, there is about a 10-minute interview with her if you would like to find out more about uh, the organization, the foundation, and about... um, and about her and and her family and where they are right now. It's 322. All right, as we head into the 3.30 news, two questions for you. Well, one question for you. Uh, the greatest movie trilogy of all time. What do you think it is? Let me know at 6.30, There's been a study done. We'll get to some of that coming up. On the other side of the 3.30 news with Eileen Bell, we're going to talk about... Uh, Ogopogo. Apparently there's been more sightings in Lake Okanagan. We'll hear from one of the guys who uh, does some study into it. Plus, well, then we'll talk to a senior biologist and his thoughts on what's really going on. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.